0: you know it's your boy Vince the voice and this is black mental matters we deal with you know that stigma as it relates to mental health also life experiences and how you get through things I hope all is going well for you this holiday season Merry Christmas Happy New Year Kwanzaa Hanukkah all those good things happy holidays to you and yours and such a special time calls for a special guest my special guest is very special to me it's my oldest son Vince Bailey Jr and boy we're going to just chop. it up what's it like you know to be young gifted and black growing up in america here today i call it boys to men and boy i grew up you know as he was growing up as well and it's just great to talk to my son and chop up those experiences that we had ain't enough time in a day but we got time right now this is black middle matters a holiday edition for me and you it starts right now Black No Matters, Vince the boy said, boy, am I excited. This is the holiday season, Merry Christmas. This is the best Christmas present ever because my special guest, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the man who has the exact same name as I do, it's Vincent DePaul Bailey Jr. How you doing i in the crowd? Let me see, does the crowd go crazy? Yes. Co-technology oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's good to be around here Thanks for inviting me on, that. Oh, uh, it's my pleasure, man Happy holidays to you, Vince to uh, you as well Alright, so, uh, you know <laughs> This whole thing, man uh, uh, Today Of being um, you know, we're black. You no know, doubt about it. Namely shows that black, that is black. true. We're, we're, black. We're, we're, we're black. And, uh, we both were boys at one point in our lives and that's happened. And yes. now we're both men and, uh, I'm being reminded all the time in Texas. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, this journey, man, as, as, as you traverse through life, because again, I mean, our, well, my audience that listens regularly knows, yeah, we talk about clinical stuff, but also just how life and how you process thoughts and things like that. And so, uh, again, at first, I just want to say happy, uh, uh, holidays to you man it's, it's christmas time and uh, you excited about it you, you gonna get a new I'm, playstation or I, I
1: mean i'm <laughs> trying
0: so hard to get that ps5 secured but
1: you know it's crazy it's like looking at uh, people my own age mm-hmm. like buying a 400 500 product and buying it out and then reselling it for 1200 dollars. Oh. just because like
0: it's tough right now can there's, we find one i mean that's a good deal you go buy it for 400 and sell it for 1200 is that really what's going on i've seen several cases of this wow fair. yeah yeah there's a lot of kids not really getting ps5s now. <laughs> <laughs> well now let me say this now i remember when you were young and and uh, and, a, and a kid let's see back then it was a uh, sega Okay, and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was uh, the king of the house, and, and, and things like that. And so, you know, when, as as a, as a kid, you know, Christmas is a big thing.
1: huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a special time, in, like in our in our thoughts and minds and in our hearts, or something. Like, I mean, we're we're seeing all sorts of people doing things in a festive way at this point of the year. It's cold; everyone's bundling up. We're told that some special person will go and give us presents if we're good and we'll ignore the fact that there's already presents under the tree (laughs) days beforehand. And I don't know, somehow we circle that square and it was like, okay, cool. And then after that, you decide whether or not you want to try to flex on your friends afterwards because mm. when school comes back around, everyone wants to know, what did what, you get for Christmas? So, yeah. Yeah, we got Sega. The, well, I played Sonic the Hedgehog. I did not know th- how to start the
0: game. I remember <laughs> looking at old videos now. So, um, you had a pretty good... Uh, yeah, it was, it was fun times. Fun, yeah, fun times, man. And, you know, so, uh, I talk about you uh, quite often. Uh, oh, no. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, on this program. And, and, and I mean, you know... I am so proud of the man that you've become and, uh, you know, the things that you've been able to do, but as you were growing up and man, we were, you know, the church and, you know, raised you and your brother to be these really good, you know, uh, young men. And I've told folks, man, I mean, it it wasn't easy for you uh, coming up. And, and, and it used to make me so angry. I mean, to the point that I would cry. I'm like, Hey, my son is a good kid. And and so I know that that was a little tough at that time. Huh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, like, Growing up and being in different areas, depending on the year, like in, during the summer, we would stay, my brother and I would stay at our grandparents' house and mm-hmm. I like would not fit in with even family members or like the neighborhood kids, like, cause we were perceived as being too white over there too and proper speaking, too proper, yeah. all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then going back into these suburban neighborhoods, like for school and whatnot, and then somehow being too black or some sort of other Mm -hmm. other sort of thing. And this creates these sort of weird racial identity problems that you have to kind of figure out over time, like, what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? How do I navigate through this world that doesn't seem to want to accept me?
0: As 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 you are, and and, and I, we, we talk about this uh, because so many folks, I found out, you know, you, you think that you're the only one that goes through things. And that's another reason for this whole program is that uh, there are many that, that went through that same situation. And so that's why, you know, for those uh, events out there that are, uh, have young children, now or younger children, and, and they're going through that. I mean, you, you, you try to do the best for your kids, so you send them, you know, to to maybe a private school or a good school or whatever you want to call that. And then, like you say, you want to have the relationship with maybe some of your family members that uh, live back at home, if you know what I'm saying, back at the hood, whatever, you know, where you grew up. And it, it, it can be a challenge. It can be a challenge. huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't talk to a good number of them today, like some of like there's some striking memories that kind of showed how the relationship just ended at a certain point like I, I can see them from a distance I can see in social media and I, I wish them well and I have love in
0: my hearts for them but mm-hmm. there is no conversation and that you know that it doesn't change as, as you get older I mean as uh, you know, this time and, and see we're in Georgia so we're still dealing with uh, election all during this holiday season as well and, you know there are many people who have different views perhaps say than I have and, and uh, man I have really uh, deleted quite a few folks uh, from my social media because of the the, uh, the the things that they espoused but I want I want to stay on this just for a moment how, how would how would you say uh, the I guess revelation or, or being uh more sure of yourself. Where, where where did that come? I mean, what 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 things? What were you able to use to alleviate the the challenges of being you know in one society then another society and and trying to figure out you know oh where where do I fit in?
1: Um, I think a lot of it uh, came from not having an over sense of conviction. Mm-hmm. Like I was never like maybe it was maybe it was like due to a lack of confidence or something. But like I never thought that everything I was doing was the correct or the absolute right thing. Now, while I would never advise anybody else to do that sort of thing, because one should find their confidence, it will help them out in life, especially professionally and whatnot, but it allowed me to learn how to have like a healthy skepticism about certain things and question stuff. Mm -hmm. i like be like, well, maybe I'm not correct in this, so I will go and investigate and try to figure out what is the closest thing to a truth. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like when it comes to when it comes to like, I guess, engaging with different groups of people or like dealing with the things that are happening, like elections and whatnot, Mm -hmm. being able to look outside of what everyone's just kind of telling you, like, okay this is how this goes, this is how this works. Like my uh, past allowed me to be able to look and say, look, just because that worked for you in that case. I'm going to need to go and look at some counterpoints and Mm -hmm. try to see which ones are going closer in line with reality, like how it lines up in Mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. And it kind of helped me, um, have, uh, media
0: or news literacy today Mm -hmm. and and a very diverse uh, I remember man you had all kinds of friends and and I think it rubbed off on me I ended up doing you know projects uh, with all types of uh, uh, folks and I think that's something that uh, you know I I know it's something that the uh, black community as a whole what we need to do is reach out to other cultures and learn about them I mean it was so interesting and again it used to amaze me because a lot of your friends and they were from all over the world as I recall. And uh, I mean, you, you end up becoming a much more rounded, well-rounded uh, uh, person with uh, an insight, as you say, that, that is different than, than a lot of people have. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I'm very thankful that I've
1: I've met people whose parents were or they were born in other countries and like they'll be able to show me not only like um, different approaches to various um, hurdles in life, but oh, man, food. Mm. Like so much good food. I mean, I mean, because I, I ended up having a little bit of a more stereotypical diet in the beginning, yeah. my body did not like it at first.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but
1: yeah. uh, my taste buds won out, and now I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty great
0: right now. <laughs> that's how I do. And then uh, see you, you shake cobwebs from everywhere. You eat all kind of stuff. And then, you know, that's that's one thing that's different about us is that I am not adventurous as it relates to food, but you have told me about all sorts of... Uh, was that last year where I got the Argentine sauce and Yeah. Oh, man. Good, good, good stuff. We can make chimichurri sauce outside my garden now. Is that right? Yeah. It's pretty easy, apparently. You see what I'm saying? I mean, you know, everybody's pathway is, is different. But again, I I am so thankful for my Asian uh, uh, friends and my uh, Latin, Mexican, Spanish, uh, Nigerian, uh, African. I know they're all, you know, what I'm saying the same Jamaican, I mean, from all over the world. And, and I just encourage people, especially at a time like this, uh, to, to to reach out and, and, and learn about the uh, various cultures that are right around you in your community. And so, you know, you're still a young man. And and uh, what would you say is the biggest thing that uh, is on young people's minds, uh, let's say, post maybe, or, or college age uh, uh, students, what, what is on their minds now as, as it relates to how the things are going in the world today? Well, I guess I can mostly speak to around
1: um in my specific age group I'm definitely one of the true millennials like Mm -hmm. so you're going to think around between the years 1984 to 1995. Okay that's supposed to be that sort of range. Now we were able to kind of go and see VHSs and DVDs and like memory cards so we saw technology evolve at a great rate Mm -hmm. and allowed us to have an appreciation for the past and to be able to see how things have been storing into like a cloud computing sort of thing like we, we we were able to kind of have a good good understanding as to how tech has grown over Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. now we were thinking like as that stuff's happening we're still going to be able to have the same benefits of the generations prior so like your gen x's like your greatest generation baby baby boomers baby boomers especially Mm -hmm. baby boomers Mm -hmm. but um when i went through college it just kind of did not operate that way like i like i I, they say like you go get your four-year degree and then there's you, a job. Yeah, jobs wait, waiting so, for you. Yeah. All the stuff, all the stuff comes out. But it, there's it's a very tight window Like immediately after you graduate, unless you have like a business degree and you're confident enough like, as you're moving about. Because for a lot of people, they ended up just kind of trying to get any kind of job mm-hmm. that would allow them to be able to pay for whatever bills that they were responsible for if they were not taking care of all of them to begin with. Mm -hmm. There were, I I can't tell you how many people that I've met that have like multiple like disciplines of like education and the only thing they can work in is restaurants. Yeah, So you you end up just being like really smart, (laughs) a really smart person talking to someone across the other side who just happened to choose the right like education or like had like a good enough connection mm-hmm. to allow them to be able to do just fine mm-hmm. and it's it sucks because like yeah like I'm part of a generation that's like the most educated but lowest paid right there mm-hmm. and I think like uh studies are showing like this is gonna be like the first time like in my generation it was the first time where we're not projected to do as well as the people behind yeah. us yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really, really challenging time, and uh, you know, I used to uh, work at a college back when, and and you know, a number of students uh, who were taking the media. I mean, they ended up going into working at uh, Verizon, you know, or like you say, working in restaurants and, and things like that. Uh, that can really take a toll on on uh, on your mind, on your body, physically, mentally, definitely financially. But as uh, I know, you have have shown, and, and I mean, if you you, you got to stick with it, encouraging the parents Parents out there, I mean, that this is nothing that is, is unique to, to yours. And then now, you know, with this pandemic and stuff, people are coming home. They're back at home uh, through no fault of their own. That can be just take it to a whole nother challenging level. I know maybe some of your friends have had to do that or vice versa. Maybe the parents have to go move in with the kids. It's a, it's a brand new uh, day here today.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I would have to say, like, I'm, I guess I'm pretty lucky to know that most of my friends have been able to stay above water Mm -hmm. during this pandemic at least not having to move back in Mm -hmm. like at this point i mean most of us are in our early to mid 30s right now so Mm -hmm. a lot of us have have we've we found we found like kind of our groove at this point or figuring out that second career path Mm -hmm. and been doing okay but for the people that are having to go back the first time a lot of that say like you're you're 24 to 28 year olds Mm -hmm. wow is this a frustrating period Mm -hmm. Mm because a lot of times you may have had like degrees of independence that um, you relished while you were in college or right after and then you're kind of going back home now and you might feel like your life is over Hmm. Or like degrees of freedom are just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, so many guys think that they can never date again
0: <laughs> until all that time. Comes I, on. I mean, I, I feel for you for for, for them. I mean, you, you, that uh, right now. Oh, uh, I said the same thing. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was mad at y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, hey, to the clock, man, and don't go lock uh, <laughs> things like the no, no. You be home by ten. But 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 now, you know, fast forward to this present time. I mean. And I know young people are still getting out, but the whole scenario of being able to meet someone, I mean, it has changed uh, significantly. Oh yeah, yeah, like um, it's definitely,
1: what they're doing now is something that I never even thought of back, back then. And it's kind of crazy, like on top of a pandemic taking away the pandemic for just a moment. Mm. Yeah, just seeing like a number of people that are able to kind of, you know, open up an app and they're just swiping and they're swiping checking lips, yeah. Slap, like, yeah, like yeah. everyone's figuring out like ping where they are and mm. then they'll do whatever they wanna do from, from there. Like, and then there's always all sorts of new venues. Man, I wish that I was like in that bar mindset and young enough to kind of go into places that have like virtual reality sets and then wow. there's a DJ playing over there and yeah. like, yeah. It it looks cool. I'm so glad I'm behind that's behind me now. Yeah. But like they, they they're definitely engaging in a completely different environment. But when you put the pandemic on top of it, mm. that's when it starts getting scary. Yeah. It's like, "Oh yeah, your hormones are stopping you from being safe right." That's now. right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're
1: like, "It you're used like, to be
0: a, a STD, but now it's like no, you could have literally um, yeah." Yeah, you got gonorrhea with a side of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Not funny, but kind of funny. Um, it, it, it is. It, it, and and then, um, you know, putting on top of that, being a, and, and you know, a lot of people say African American. I just like to say black, black American. Being black, I mean, that, that brings even additional challenges uh, for folks these days. And, I mean, when you look at this, uh, the social justice uh, situations now, you know, we've gone through, you know, the George Floyds and Trayvon's and, and every day or every week. It seemed like it was another scenario. And then again, the way that you grew up or was raised, however you want to put that, it's got to be a mind blower. I mean, you try to do the right things and yet still folks put this uh, label on you and, and, and treat you in an unjust way when you've been trying to do the right thing the whole time.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really tough for like a number of black men that decide like they're trying to go and do what they consider is to be like the right thing because you're like uh, half the time you're going to be just called out or been told that you're you're doing something wrong or you'll end up having some sort of, um, almost like a, the man's sort or of a part of society and be like, it doesn't matter how many degrees you get or wherever you get, you're still going to be mm-hmm. this they're going to put you in their place or something. So it, mm-hmm. it, it does, it, it's taxing on the mind and sometimes it ends up uh, making you either decide to lash out and take it, go in a complete other direction, which could make your life quite reckless mm-hmm. or sometimes you're able to break through and you end up becoming this sort of leader and it could be great or it can be risky from there. It, yeah. It's, on it's constantly a challenge
0: yeah one of the things uh, that we discovered uh with this program and, and talking about people who made it to be say leaders of the uh black lives matter movement uh you know chapter in atlanta or wherever you're located i mean they are some of the folks who need more mental support and help than ever because they are on the go they're you know they're on the front lines they're just non-stop they're not sleeping they're not this that and the other and all these things are very important uh just just to have a healthy happy life and so what do you think the outlook is for young men uh coming up now do they are they optimistic you know i look at the example of the guy that's in the white house right now and you know when you say trying to do the right thing and he seems like he's doing a lot of the things on the other side and but he's the president you know mm-hmm. um what do you think the, the outlook uh, from your peers is like now
1: well i would say i'm kind of blessed to have uh friends like uh, black male friends that have they had all sorts of different types of jobs that either they worked in breweries may have may have been teachers or just doing all sorts of different stuff but they were able to speak their truths and get in forbes i i i've i've been glad to see like the the resilience and the the creativity and the ability of uh, many of my black male peers to be able to rise beyond anything that their normal circumstances would cause them Mm -hmm. and i think i think it's probably due to due to um just being trained as growing up like Mm -hmm. a lot of us trying to go and like deal with our struggles and then like with a little bit of help from some guidance from our friends some of our partners times gone on and whatnot just kind of um the laws be like more optimistic than than we might say Cause like we're because we're still we're still floating we're still still striving we're still right. surviving like right like I mean I if you wanted to go back like four years ago I'm like four years ago today I'm sitting in Japan trying to figure out what am I supposed to do right <laughs> yeah, now like yeah. and it was scary it was it was a scary moment I was in like a place that I thought was going to be a cool home mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fast forward today all those little struggles turned into me being able to help others with the knowledge that I have now. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. it also allows for me to be able to assess risk much better, yes. which has helped me as <laughs> pretty <laughs> well as a project manager.
0: So, yes. it is what it is. <laughs> so you can you know imagine where mom and dad was at that time, because you were like way on the other side of the earth. But it was a, man, I, I know it was a, a great experience for you. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't again I mean I've never been to Japan I've never uh done you know say hey I'm I'm going to go and move to another country and so I mean it, you know as you as as fathers uh you know you want to just fix everything for your son or do everything for your son. And I don't know you're experiencing that as well today. Um, but sometimes you just got to let them, let them go. And, uh, it is, it has worked out in your benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: like, I, I would say that that's probably an issue that men have in general, especially when they're dealing with children or like women, like a lot of times, yeah, you just kind of want to, you see the problem, you want to solve the problem. And some people just, want to tell you their problem right. and they will figure it out. Mm. You need something to like someone to vent to. It's very hard to, <laughs> to, to stop yourself from trying to help because then if they fail then you feel like you've messed up.
0: But, but, you got uh, to let, let people breathe, basically. Yeah, you got, you got to let let, let let people breathe. But I also, in addition to that, I think that one of the things that uh, is a challenge, particularly for us at the black community and black men in general, you know, is just sharing information and, and just like what we're doing now, you know, just sharing that, hey, yeah, you know, because on this show I've talked about, you know, you know, at the point of, you know, drinking too much or drugs or, you know, the fact that there was suicide in, in their family and, and things like that, you know, the, the vulnerability vulnerability thing that then lets other men know that, hey, okay, things can still be okay. Yeah. Because folks, you know, they'll see you, see me on social media. I'm smiling and doing all kinds of stuff all the time. And for, holy man, he's got it made, but they have no clue. Folks have no clue what people go through in order to get to where they are at this very moment. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Depression can look like a lot of smiles. So, yeah, it's... but. A lot of times, you are just learning how to get past this stuff. You become stronger, and then you're able to help people in your future, and you can find that happier life that you're looking for.
0: And what's that saying? I always tell you, you we talk about toastmasters. was it? it? ain't about you. <laughs> it ain't about you. It ain't about you. Well, this is again? You know this 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 holiday season. And uh, can you give me a, a thought of a, a fondest uh, Christmas that you ever had? Uh, for me, the fondest Christmas. I would say Because you you were always the first one up, I'ma tell you. You were always the first one up and the first one ready. well I mean you come yeah, down. six in the morning, it's <laughs> time to open presents. Time um, to open presents. <laughs> I
1: guess I guess it would be the um about four years ago when I, right when I came back, right when I came back to the States like I, uh, I was just trying to trying to go and like get past like the little bits of neuroses that that I was experiencing at the time, and then just being able to like wake up and then know that I was I was cared, I was wanted, I was loved, and then on top of that, I got a couple cool trinkets at the same time. Mm-hmm. It kind of just made me feel okay, and then on top of that, I got to watch NBA basketball during normal hours. <laughs> That's right. Like, <laughs> gosh, like, it's it's kind of crazy. Just like, okay, it's it's 7 in the morning, and I'm going to watch the Rockets play the <laughs> night game. Right. Like, it's kind of, right. like, just being able to kind of just go and chill and just be around people that love me was probably the fondest moment.
0: Well, oh, that's good stuff, man. Well, and uh, I hope for everyone out there, you know, who's listening, that uh, you're able to uh, have that time of, of love and, and things in your life, and and have your uh, family, friends. Uh, it's tough right now with the with the pandemic. It's not like it uh, used to be, where you know, a lot of folks gathering together. It's um, it's. I don't even yeah, don't know. do that. You're right. I don't even know how to describe it, uh, the, the the situation we're in. However, however, there's always a silver lining um, one way or the other. And and I'm just thankful, you know, that we were able to uh, make it. We're still in the midst of all this stuff, but make it through and not only just make it through, but to be able to um, uh, elevate uh, during this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's one of the things as men and boys, you know, coming up, you got to figure out a way to elevate my philosophy is there's always opportunity in chaos and uh it has definitely proven itself to be this uh that that, that way here right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. Like, god
1: uh, yeah like i definitely experienced it a pivot like I, I, when the pandemic uh, began and I, I used that time for career development mm-hmm. and trying to go and make sure that if i need to be around people i can be ready to make money mm-hmm. if i can't be around people. I need to be able to make money. That's right. And like I I'm seeing this stuff pay off now and it's makes me pretty happy. Like twenty twenty was wild. You were wild. I thought the Kobe death was going to be the worst, and Mm -hmm. then that was the beginning of the
0: year. Australia was on fire. Was the beginning. Oh my god! And we're not even talking about Kobe anymore. I tell you how crazy this has been. And Kobe is the greatest, one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, Uh, that kind of thing. Well, I tell you what. This Christmas, uh, every Christmas is a beautiful one. This is a very good one. Again, uh, man, to be able to have you here uh, on this program and just in my life, you know, son, uh, you make my uh, making my years. So love you very much. Thank you so much uh, for being here again. That's Vincent DePaul Bailey Jr. Is that what you write on your papers? Is it? Is it? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you had that. to do
0: that because you didn't want to mix up our social security numbers. So we don't want to talk about that. <laughs>
1: There's so much you can talk about having the same name. We can just
0: let LeBron James speak. Well, when you had the when you had the good credit score, you know, it worked out. No. <laughs> <laughs> love you to your dad. All right. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, enjoy your family, enjoy your food, enjoy the love. And uh, we'll see you next time on Black Belt Matters. God bless.